thanks for joining us for It's Good Sometimes, a mini podcast for busy people who feed kids. We are your hosts, Laren and Tammy. We are registered dietitians, co-founders of On Solid Ground Nutrition, and parents. As always, this podcast is for educational and informational purposes only and does not replace advice from your primary health care provider or any specialist you're working with. Hey. Hey, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. This has been a little bit of a long time coming. <laughs> we were, we had a bit of a delay. We've had some feedback about our sound, so thank you for everyone who, who offered that, and we've been... Um, Sick. I'm yeah. so sick, so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> neither of us probably sound fully normal today, but um, anyways, we're working on the sound, so we'll get there. Um, yeah. We're, we can't afford a sound engineer <laughs> right now, so we, we're doing this on our own. So thank you for, for everyone who's who's given us that feedback. We do really appreciate it, and we are... Doing our best to improve it. Well, we're working on it. Yeah. 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 So anyways. Today, what are we talking about? Okay, so we're going to talk about... And the incident. Yes. I'm going to call it the, the muffin incident. Yeah. So why don't you why don't you tell us what so, the incident is? So we kind of recently, I have a bunch of friends that are having babies and kind of getting to that point where their child is kind of one, one and a half. And one of my friends recently asked me, when did I introduce sugar to my toddler? And it reminded me of the time where Olivia was about, I think she was about 15 months, but I'm not 100% sure. And I think I was actually going back to work. And I was fortunate enough to have Tammy take Olivia on Fridays while I went back to work. And you asked me if she could have a muffin. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So. (laughs) (laughs) Which I have no recollection. Yeah, didn't think anything of. <laughs> no. So I'll be honest, when first child, you kind of, or I definitely went into it thinking I was going to do everything really well, and then quickly realized that that is not what parenting is. It's just kind of um, this evolving process, and you're doing your a best. A day at a time, yeah. Yeah. And I had read somewhere that there, the recommendations were to avoid any added sugars until um, the child was two. So in my mind, a muffin was definitely added sugar. Um, And so I just remember thinking, I really, I'm not sure about giving Olivia the muffin, but um, the look on your face, I just went with it and figured I would process my emotions at another time. Okay, so maybe, so why don't you tell us about that part first? Like, what is it, or maybe do you have a sense of like what you were actually feeling in that moment yeah so that's a really good question so I think I had just decided that I was going to follow these recommendations right without actually probably asking a lot of questions and even as a dietitian doing a lot of research or looking into it I just thought okay those are the recommendations and um and I'm going to make most things from scratch and because I was really fortunate that in Canada we have a really great mat leave so I was able to do that and I also had the time because I only had one child, right? <laughs> so I was able... You thought you had the yeah, time. Yeah, <laughs> I thought I had the time compared to several children or so. So I I kind of had a lot of... Um, I had a bit more time to do those things and also the access to buy the food that I wanted. And so I just figured that is what I was going to do. And then also, like, looking back at it, there's kind of things that you pick up over time. I know my mom had always said to us when we were younger, she had introduced 
all of the vegetables that were not sweet because she wanted to make sure that we did not have a preference for sweet foods. So I kind of grew up with that idea. Um, and let me tell you, <laughs> I love sweets um, in a big way. So I kind of, I think it absorbed some of that messaging, but I just felt, I don't know, I just felt like I wasn't doing the right thing. And I think at the time I hadn't really disentangled what it meant to like no added sugars and kind of what that, what that actually meant and how that plays out. Yeah. And I mean, I think when we were first talking about this, about this incident, how you actually framed it was as panic. Yeah. Yeah. It was a feeling of panic. And I think also because, um, like somebody has offered my kid a muffin. Yeah. And if I I had said to you, like, no, I don't want the muffin. We know each other well enough that you would have probably given me this look and then been like, why, what is your actual concern? Right. Like we would have had a longer conversation probably in a gentle way. I'm sure. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. I just for a bit of context, I think like my kids were also there. Like this was food that was being shared around, right? Yeah. Like amongst. Oh yeah, there the was table. waffles and maple <laughs> syrup. Like I remember those days of the drop off uh, at Friday mornings. So, so yeah. Um, okay, so on the scale of like, so okay, so let's talk about a bit of the like wanting to follow the guidelines too, because I think this happens quite a bit. This idea that like a bit of the black and white thinking around stuff like that right where it's like this is the guideline and I am a good parent and good parents follow the guidelines and so I will follow the guidelines even when like and then you're suddenly faced with this moment where it's like socially appropriate to do one thing but the guidelines say something else and also I think there's a bit of a bit of like and we'll talk about this in a bit, I guess, anyways, but just, like, the recommendations, that's pretty broad. Oh, yeah, versus right? versus reality. And also, like, I had given her for her first birthday. I felt so progressive because I bought her an ice cream <laughs> cake, right? And I allowed her to have a couple bites of ice cream. Like, woohoo, mommy. So I literally felt like I had kind of had some introductions, but it just wasn't a regular thing that I was doing. Um, and so you're right. It was kind of this pretty black and white thinking, right? Which I, I think can be somewhat pervasive in our culture when it comes to food and, and unintentional. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, at least in some circles, I think. Yeah. Um, okay. So you have a second child. Yeah, I do. Um, yeah. And were we in the same situation, <laughs> let's say, if I had the audacity to offer your second child a muffin? You've said that you wouldn't necessarily feel the same way. So, to, like, what has changed? What's changed about your thinking? What's changed about your feeding? I think... And why, really? My <clears throat> personal experience with my first child, if I look back, I think it was probably a little militant. Like, I was pretty selective about what I gave her. Mm. And I don't know why. Like, really looking back at it now, I think partially because of those recommendations, for, for sure. But I, when I look back now with my second child, like, I am a lot... Um, she's just she has a lot more access to different things and also I don't think it would be fair to allow her sister to sit at a meal and allow her sister to have things and for her not to have them so I would say I've become a lot more relaxed I also have way less time for cooking so um they get what they get sometimes it's cereal sometimes it's a a cooked meal um and so I think just my idea of what what is okay or what is acceptable has changed and also the work that we do 
Um, I've done a lot of reading in the last couple years. So my idea of um, kind of just offering those kind of sweeter foods more regularly has changed as well. Now, what about the the sort of idea that you said that your that your mom had kind of said, and which we know is is in, um, you know, we've read this in in the research as well. This idea that if we don't, if we indulge the sort of natural sweet taste or the preference for sweet that kids have, like what do we think is going to happen? Right, like that we should not be. Yeah, that there would be like a propensity for sweets, right? And there's just, there's not a lot of, I looked into the research and there's actually not a lot of evidence to support that, right? There, it's a, it, there's several factors to that. So um, kind of like genetics and um, environmental, like there's several components to that. It's not quite as simple as just like... No. Not. And I think that's actually a good question. That's probably the fear, right? Like if you, if we kind of dig deeper into the fear a bit is is that that maybe if I feed them sweets at a younger age that they won't accept other foods right and mm-hmm. I mean I think there can be some merit to that if you're concerned like the kind of the rationale that I've read in the research is that it kind of these younger kids that it's going to displace nutrients but I don't once again, that's kind of this all or nothing thinking, right? Like they can have a muffin with some sugar in it or even have a cookie and still have lots of other opportunities to have other foods, right? Yeah. And so it's it's kind of that all or nothing that that it's, no, I'm not giving any added sugar until two. Yeah, which kind of misses the, like, so I don't know what, because again, I have no recollection of this incident oh, yeah, whatsoever. I did not have the same impact Vividly, on me. Yeah. But most of the time, if I'm making muffins, like I have a couple different recipes that I use, but there's stuff in it, right? Like I think there's this idea that if there is any sugar in something, that like negates all the nutrition that might also be there, right? And I think that's part of that too. Is kind of yeah, it's it's okay for things to taste good, and that's that's fine and there's nutrition in there too right there's nutrition in there and it's it's if you give them a cookie before they are two what does that actually mean like what are what is your actual concern and what are you afraid of right and for me um I don't even think I knew I think I was just following I mean generally I don't think I'm a rule follower and not sure if that's how people would describe me you definitely would not um I wouldn't but I think when it comes to nutrition advice sometimes and with with kids right I think there is this idea to to kind of want to do it right and do right by our kids which is like it it is a really beautiful thing I always it's funny when you said that before I I always think of this um I like watched a whole series of it's very long a whole series of videos by um his name's Dr. Russell Barkley and he talks about ADHD but one of the things that Um, It's like 12 hours of videos, but the one thing that like really stuck with me was the fact that he talked about not being able to engineer our kids, but to shepherd them. Um, I think I'm attributing that quote to the right person, but um, so yeah. And I, I think that's some of it when we're looking at feeding is we're trying to like engineer a healthy child and like, that's not, I mean, it goes back to what we like, you know, the whole food and health and all of the things that impact health rather than just like one thing. Yeah. When yeah. your kid gets sugar. Um, okay. And then, and what about the end goal piece, right? Like the idea, you know, 
Yeah, I think, so you're saying, like, the end goal is in, like, when they're adults and feeding? Is that well, what you that mean? that shifted for you a little bit, too, right? Yeah. The idea that, like, just thinking about what your end goal is and how perhaps following this guidance, like, and not allowing a single muffin or kind of, like, following this guidance without really, in a very, I guess, rigid kind of way. Yeah, it was definitely, you could say. <laughs> like, how did that meet your end goal? And I think your it, end goal has, like shifted yeah it's shifted and I just think I don't know like we were kind of talking about this about like what happens at two right like what why is that the magical number like what actually happens like when they are two now are they allowed to have kind of these added sugars right yeah like what's the difference between 15 months yeah like magically their whole metabolism changes yeah so it doesn't make a lot of sense right and so I think for the end goal um yeah, just a more balanced approach and just not kind of in that category of black and white. And I'm, um, I'm having to be really rigid. I mean, I think definitely with the arrival of the second child, I had to let a lot of that go. Um, but also I just kind of spent some time unpacking what I was actually concerned about and what I was worried about. And I didn't find like, there wasn't, I, I couldn't come up with a really good answer. Um, and then when I went into the research, the research is actually really, I mean, we, it's hard to have good nutritional studies, um, for several reasons, but the research is, is not robust either. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's an entire topic. Yeah. It's not an entire topic, <laughs> know, but, like, to our but it, it just wasn't, it wasn't as definitive, the, like, as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Right. It wasn't kind of like, we have found this for sure. Yeah. And this is what happens. Yeah. yeah. So, um, even like you can go pretty deep into the research and I still, I just didn't find what I was looking for. Right. And that kind of appeased, I think also some of my anxiety. Yes. Okay. And so by way of wrapping up, so what, how come you wanted to share this? Like it, it, like, what are you hoping that folks take away from this? Probably just that, um, just to kind of maybe learn from my experience that if, if you are kind of really hyper concerned about sugar or you're, wondering when to introduce it just to maybe reflect on your beliefs and your values and and what kind of like you said the end goal is like what is your um, long-term plan when it comes to sugar and kids or sugar and feeding and um, more just that if you're kind of adopting the black and white mindset that I had is maybe it's something you want to think about for yourself or changing or also just letting go of some of the pressure that you've put on yourself right yeah I would say. I mean, I feel like if the if we were across the table in a different way, that you would probably come back with something that was a lot more <laughs> structured in terms of a response. But I like that because I think it's I think it's true because it is about sort of like we could talk about sugar and we can. We could probably we talked about this having like a ten part series on sugar. Like we could there's a lot to unpack around sugar and our beliefs around sugar and all of these things. But I think this is a useful experience to have had to actually highlight how first of all you've been doing this work for a long time even before you had kids Mm -hmm. it still impacted you and also just the um the fact that it that stuff pops up all the time everywhere like it doesn't go away just because you kind of do some work right it is kind Mm -hmm. of I think it's good to highlight the fact that you've been sort of unpacking this on the regular right yeah And we talk about this a lot. And so, I mean, I could leave our listeners with a 
with a bunch of tangible things to do but it's more that I like I wanted to talk about this just to kind of for people to reflect on yeah. on their beliefs around it right? yes yeah. and if you're uncomfortable then go there like find like spend some time where you feel discomfort that's kind of yeah my thing where or let's talk about it yeah if you're feeling discomfort around that so we yeah. we would love to hear your thoughts and your feedback on what you think or yeah. if you disagree with us um yeah where, that's okay yeah where can we be found Tammy? <laughs> Um, hot dang. So we can be found on Instagram yep. at on solid ground nutrition. We can be found on just like the internet, um, on solid ground nutrition.ca. Please feel free. It's actually not our website. I am wrong again. <laughs> so we can be found at www.osgnutrition.ca. Oh <laughs> we got all um, mail it eventually. Yep. So we will get there. We got it um, once. Yeah. We would love to hear your feedback though. Or if you have any other questions, shoot us an email. Yeah. All right. Bye for now. Bye.